0: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and I am really getting nervous about how long this strike's going to go on.
1: Yeah, as, As you should be. And I am the Champ, and I'm going on record as saying I will not attend a Major League Baseball game in 2022 except for the Bush League trip because some stupid act has to be done by somebody, and I'm just the person to do it.
0: Yeah, and first of all, let me correct it. It's not a strike. It's a lockout. Sorry. Yeah. It is. Yes.
1: Please, 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 please make sure. Tell all your friends that it is not a strike. It is a lockout. Um, Tell me your concerns.
0: Well, I'm I'm just reflecting back in the two other work stoppages. We'll call it that. Um, 1981, uh, I I was a kid, and they went out pretty much all summer they I think they came back August 10th to start the season they played the all-star game a couple days prior to that but for the most parts from the time I got out of school to I was about to go back into school I mean baseball was not existent and that was a horrible yeah that, that was I remember that it was horrible not having baseball as a child and you know not not listening to it you know every day um and then in '94, '95 is a little different. I mean, I had little kids. I lived away. You know, I, I had stuff to occupy my time. But sure, um, sure. But in 1981, I don't know if you I'd have to double check this, but I think Pete, Pete Rose tied or broke Stan Usuals record the day they came back, August 10th. Okay. Um, and. He was trying to tie it against the Astros. The The players voted to go on strike at the end of the day. The Phillies were in Houston. Um, and I think Nolan Ryan struck him out three times. Ryan did not mm-hmm. let him tie that mu- mutual record before they went out. Um, so, yeah, he had to wait whatever that was, 80 days or ho- however long that, that's – because that was a strike, I think.
1: So, yeah, and, and a couple things I remember about that is um, when they came back um, – from the work stoppage, if you remember, baseball came up with this grand idea of having a split season. So oh, that the yeah, winner of the first half, which yeah. is by default, and then the winner of the second half. And if you remember, um, this is before there were three divisions in the National League. The two teams with the best records never made the playoffs that year, and that was the Reds and the Cardinals. They had the best overall record, but didn't win either the first uh, half or the second half, so neither one of them made the playoffs that year.
0: Yeah, that's right. They didn't, did they? No. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? You just brought up a really good point about how in 1994 uh, with the work stoppage, you were preoccupied because you had kids and that type of thing. Think about now. You know, let's fast forward, what, 25, 27 years later, 28 years later, how many more entertainment options there are out there. This is going to be tough to recover from.
0: Yeah, I might have to bring steroids back in.
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, at, at the winter meetings, um, Bob Kirk brought up a good point that, you, you know, he said that people our age are the only ones that are really concerned with baseball coming back. That it's potentially lost a whole generation of, of people. And, you know, just uh, quizzing Casey there, uh, I guess his favorite sport is uh, NBA. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. 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 So, uh, circling back, I was, I was half right. So, the Astros played the Phillies in Philadelphia on June 10th. So, this is the night before they go on strike, and they had 57,000 at the vet. That's pretty, wow. That's pretty impressive. Um, wow. Rose was one for four with three Ks. So, he was one hit shy of time usual's record, and Ryan struck him out three times. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty impressive, man. Yeah. And, then it, and then it took him to August 10th to, uh, to tie and break the National League hit record. Right? That's what that was, a National League hit record. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that, and that, you know, looking back on that, that was a funny episode with him and President Reagan. They couldn't get the lines connected. Do you remember that?
1: I, I, I remember seeing clips of, of, of that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Where he told Reagan, we were just going to give you a couple more minutes. That was funny. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm getting nervous about how long this thing's going to last.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about this um, on, on the walk-off. Cause I, I need to ask everybody about that.
0: Okay. Um, all right, so let's get into some Bush League news. All right, let, let's start with the, the map test results. You know what I'm talking about, right? We talked yeah. about it a couple weeks prior, and we talked about geography, and I said, yeah, people in the United States don't know geography. And we got all these texts from these owners saying, oh, yeah, I, I could identify them all. I'd be at 90-plus percent, right? So we thought, all right. What did
1: you call it? What did you call it?
0: Uh, geographical hubris.
1: Okay. And so what? tell me what happened.
0: So we uh, administered the exam. Uh, there were five owners that, that took the exam. Uh, Lakers had 100 percent, Bearcats at 96 percent, Ducks had 86 percent, Bulls at 80, and the Hawks, who fired back pretty quickly about he could name at least 90, uh, he he was at 74 percent. And I think he actually quit before the three minutes were up.
1: (laughs) And I think he blamed it on all the flyover states.
0: (laughs) The flyover states, yeah, right. And that's what he missed. He missed the whole middle of the country.
1: Uh, you know, it was interesting because uh, looking at these results, the Lakers said that they could get a hundred percent, which they did. Yep. Bearcats said that they would miss somewhere in the Southwest region, and uh, they they did miss what two?
0: Well, actually, yeah. He he's he uh, Nebraska and Kansas. He got wrong, but he identified gotcha. Nebraska. He just identified them incorrectly.
1: Okay, and then both uh, and then the Ducks, Bulls, and Hawks thought they could all get a hundred percent in you know they they fell far short of that, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yep. And it was all the flyover states that were the problems. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then the other thing that made me that stuck out is the handwriting is pretty bad. I mean, my handwriting's atrocious, and and I know why it's atrocious, but like I don't know, I can't explain why everybody else's is atrocious.
1: Well, let, let's be fair. You only gave them three minutes, so there wasn't much dawdling.
0: Yeah, but that's not. That's long. Three minutes is long. All
1: right. Well, I mean, that's, that's yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. My handwriting's atrocious because I started off in parochial school, Catholic grade school. Then I went to public school. Well, the Catholic schools teach you how to write cursive, and the public schools don't teach any of that. So half of my writing is in cursive, and half of it's printing.
1: Do, do they even teach cursive anymore? And if they do, for what reason?
0: I don't think they do. Yeah?
1: yeah. I don't think so either.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, we also discussed some rule changes proposals, uh, and that started off pretty good, and it turned into kind of a goat rope. What? did, you, <laughs> <laughs> what, did your, what did you think about that whole process?
1: Well, it was a, it, first of all the rule changes. I, I guess there were only two people that brought up rule changes—myself and and Bob Freeze. And Bob Freeze had done it right away. Um, I, I think what we're going to get to is that the one sticking point. Um, it, it, it was going to happen, whether we did it during the winter meetings or whether we did it on draft day. And God forbid it happened. It, it come up after the draft because then it would uh, it would really cause some consternation. But. Yeah, it, it, it needed to be done. I didn't think it needed to take that long. But um, why don't you run through um, what was voted in and what wasn't?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to go through the easy kills first. Uh, Bob Freeze brought up the save plus the holds. We couldn't even agree on what a name would be. Um, and that was voted down. Save yeah, and I brought holds. that
1: up, and it was going to be sold.
0: Yeah, but somebody mentioned about
1: yeah, that just being or, jerk. yeah, That's what I yeah.
0: No, you can't label people a jerk because you disagree. with All right, with
1: them. all right. It was a failed attempt at humor. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, Freeze also brought up the Ks minus walks, and that was voted down.
1: Correct, and 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 I, and I understand that because you're dinging pitchers twice for um, for walks, right? Because yeah, if you I get subtract it. Tracked it out with strikeouts, mm-hmm. and also, you know, if it's added into your whip, yeah, it's it's, it's a double negative. Which yeah. I don't know if that really makes it a positive then.
0: um so we also agreed upon that any player who only qualifies as a dh has to go into a utility position until he gets qualified throughout the season using the cbs rule
1: we even spent a little bit of time on that which i didn't think we would i mean that that seemed to be a layup but you know nothing's ever a layup is it
0: (laughs) yeah we're still missing three people um
1: every shot is contested
0: that's right you got to contest the shots um, we also agree that if Major League Baseball plays any part of this season, it counts toward retention yep Okay.
1: that one was easy, surprisingly
0: yeah yeah, looking I, back I was, waiting,
1: I was waiting for somebody to come up and say well, let's put a number of games on it or a percentage of that, but that didn't happen
0: looking back, I probably would have voted retention year for the COVID year too hmm yeah, that's good. But, yeah, yeah well, it, it, it it we, changed we changed the whole way. We changed our whole draft, so maybe it wouldn't yeah. Have worked. Yeah. All right. Um, here's another easy one. Players on an active roster as of the end of 2021 season, even if the player is a free agent, may be retained by that owner for the 2022 season. Okay. And for the example is Freddie Freeman. Who Whoever has Freddie Freeman can retain him this year for whatever the cost would be. Yeah. They, they can do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then here was the one that took up most of our time. Um, and essentially the whole retention rules will stay in place. And it was basically if, if, uh, if we bought a free agent in the auction part of the draft, he can be retained. So, What that means is the retention rules apply this year no matter if they're a free agent or not.
1: Yeah, so how – okay, so let me just jump back for a second here. The reason why I brought that up is certainly that was going to be a draft day issue, and I'm glad that's off the table. The intent was to avoid people sandbagging, meaning that they were going to hold out until the end of the draft, the regular draft round, and then try and pick up players that were major league free agents like like, uh, like Freddie Freeman, like um, Chris Bryant, um, mm-hmm. Carlos Correa, yeah. that you might be able to pick up for a nickel during the draft. And then if you hit on those players, then you can retain them essentially for four additional years at really cheap prices. And, you know, that's the makings uh, of a dynasty. So that's what my, the intent uh, of the rule um, was meant to do. Not to say you couldn't pick them up in the fab round, but it was meant to be the the draft round. So, and and I understand people's points and, you know, what difference does it make? It's going to make it really interesting come draft day, what people do with free agents. Um, What what did you think? Give me your thoughts.
0: Yeah. um, I I didn't have the foresight because you and I had talked about this, you off air and, and uh, I don't know if we talked about it on air, but, you and I have talked about you. Hey, you were going to bring up that rule change, and then you then you posted it, but I didn't think through the fab, and I I probably should have. I, I think I I would have posted or offered proposed that anybody any free agent picked up in the fab could not be retained, but okay, um, because yeah, that that is a little. It, there's no real risk there.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, it probably should have been flip-flopped.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I didn't have... We'll, we'll the, see. Yeah, we'll there'll
1: see. Be, there'll be somebody that's going to be the enforcer. Don't you think that toward the end of the draft, in the early rounds of the draft, somebody will throw out, out a name just to test that? And, and it's going to be interesting. Let's just say, you know, we're in the early rounds of of, of the auction. We call it the early rounds of the auction. And they bring up Carlos Correa and I say to you, 25 cents, what do you say? You're next to me.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm saying 30. Okay. All right. It, 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 where the sticking point's going to be is probably at a dollar.
1: Okay. For a so guy think like that, that, high, that. All right. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, I, I think the dollar will, depending on where it comes up in the draft, obviously, but I think the dollar will yeah. will be the, yeah. all right, that's the line of okay. demarcation, I think. But I, when,
1: I I think that's a good number.
0: Yeah, when you're talking about cents, I think people will continue to bid that up pretty quickly.
1: Okay, well, I, we might try it. We we oh, we might be the people to do it.
0: My guess is all those guys are coming up because no one wants, especially the who have a late fat or reserve roster selection. All those guys are coming up. Someone gotcha. like Casey probably doesn't want any of them coming up yeah but it's gonna be weird. Bob Kirk wants them all coming up mm-hmm. right in that, I yeah. mean just logic, right? Yeah Yeah so uh, with these rules uh, I will uh, I will push it the case and then he'll type them up he'll send them out to people and you know if anything looks wrong, please chime in. but I, I don't I don't think it is. Again, yeah. Don't, I
1: d- don't wait till draft date to bring it up.
0: No, no, no. I actually, we'll, we'll put a cutoff date on it, and okay. uh, of course, I just said about my handwriting so bad, and and I looked at it the next day, so I could actually be wrong, but uh, we'll uh, see.
1: And, and once once Casey does send out the rules, and even when you send out the email, um, I will post it on the website under uh, the history and rules section.
0: Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, any other thoughts about the winter meetings?
1: No. I, well, I just, first of all, happy to see, you know, seven of the ten owners. It, it was fun. Um, Iron Hill is a good place. There were some 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 really good beers. And, um, no, it, it, you know what? I'm, I'm looking forward to, to three weeks from now. Um, in the walk-off, we'll talk about the, the draft. But baseball has kind of put a damper on this, and I am so far behind. Where I normally yeah. am at this point yeah. in research, and and I'm sure everybody is is kind of like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even tell you all the free agents. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it was good. It was it was good to see. Uh, you know, like you said, seven out of the ten, and um, yeah. So it was good. Uh, March 19th, Saturday, March 19th. Retention picks are due. By eleven fifty nine p.m., please email all the owners when you do that, and reply all. I know it'll be a pain in the neck, but just hit reply all for it when, when you. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and then we'll and we'll kind of dig through of of making sure everything is correct.
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, I I've got to send out an, an email to Tom because Bob Fries were up to the point back in December. Um, Bob had gone through on his own, which is great, and and gave a list of players that were eligible for retention. But Tom usually pressure checks that to make sure that um, a person wasn't dropped so that they would be ineligible or that they hadn't reached their their limit of of three years. So hopefully we can get – I meant to ask Tom to to do that, but I'll send him a separate email um, to do that. Okay. Um, If I can just jump back for a second. Yeah. Um, Always remember that – On the main page, on the home page of the website, I also have important dates, and uh, the retention uh, selection due dates is is already out there. So, you know, please check that. Um, Check it early. Check it often.
0: So if it's due March 19th, uh, we probably need to get with Tom because we need a quick turnaround on this.
1: Yeah, if he has it within the week, most people are probably even going to look at retention until a day before
0: Okay. Well, I meant just so that we can put a sanity check on it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll give them enough time.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, March twenty sixth. It seems like everyone has booked a room. Based off the text it's, yesterday.
1: Yeah. As as far as I know, um, I uh, I I talked to to the Country Inn and Suites yesterday, just real quickly, and they said they had some names, and I've. I, I didn't ask specifically for the names, but you know that's that, that's dependent upon each individual. But the rate should be on um, that eighty nine dollar rate, and I think it's actually good until March eleventh, as previously communicated.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. And I, um, yeah, and I I booked it uh, after our meeting we had. Uh, I guess a weekly, a week after we had that meeting in King of Prussia. Okay. All right, so, yeah, it seems like we're all good. Uh, time to be determined. I guess we're kind of waiting on Bob Kirk to see when he can get there.
1: Yeah, let's push that back to Bob. Um, you know, I, I would like to target uh, the 11 a.m. to 12 uh, on time. Sure. That's, that's a good point, you know, if Bob can let us know what he can do.
0: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, any other notes from the Bush League stuff?
1: No, that's good. That was a that was
0: a good uh, that was a good follow up. I appreciate that. All right, uh, a little text talk. Uh, so Bill uh, shot some stuff to us after our last podcast, which was a couple weeks ago. I don't even know when that was.
1: Four weeks ago. A month that ago. was back in February. Yeah. yeah. Or excuse me, back in yeah, January.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, he he he's like half of us where we he wishes the website would allow weekly moves.
1: This was CBS website. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, not ours. Yeah. Yeah, the CBS website doesn't allow those biweekly moves, which I just don't understand. I mean, it's a radio button. How hard can it be?
1: Uh, I don't know the programming behind it. And and just to recall, um, the email that I sent to them, they said that they would look at it the next time, which means, you know, I'll ask them. Right, right now, you can go through, right? There's not any baseball being played. Go ahead and, and update it. Now, I know they, they need to do some some testing on that. You just can't roll it out. But you can use this particular season to beta test
0: it. So yeah. It's ready yeah. to go next year. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also brought up about the expanded playoff matchup choices. I hate that, too. He, he's not a fan of that, and I'm not either. I think that's so hey, stupid. Hey, can,
1: can, can, I, can I just throw something else out there that, that's been rumored? I have no idea. Something called a ghost win. Have you heard about this?
0: A ghost win?
1: Yeah, No. the
0: playoffs. What is a ghost win?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. What that was meant to do was that if, let's just say, you're one of the higher seeds, and I don't think this has been fleshed out yet, but uh, what a ghost win is is that you automatically go up one game to nothing in a, let's just say, it's a five-game series.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: Right. I hope that never comes to fruition.
0: Yeah. That's all these... um, I don't know what the hell that is. That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I knew
1: you'd love that one.
0: (laughs) I hate the ghost runner, let alone a damn ghost wind.
1: Listen, the only time you should have a ghost runner is when you're playing three-on-three wiffle ball.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh and I, 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 I wish he was at the, um, the meeting uh, on, on Saturday, but he said, uh, I'm going to foot-stomp the Rooster Hall of Fame rant. I, I guess he was maybe he was agreeing with that I think we should kick it to the general public. He didn't elaborate on that.
1: No, but maybe we can get him. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, you got some traction on that in terms of Hall of Fame voting. I, you know what it is? It's this whole steroid issue that, that that's really alienating people.
0: Well, I, it, it, that could be, and I, I don't know how, um, like, I don't know if I'm the norm that tracks the actual votes, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, you know, when I see, I, I, I don't know if the rant could have been the Mark Burley thing, too. Like, don't tell me he's a Hall of Famer. Like, that shit's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, I, I saw one baseball writer, and he, he's usually on – like ESPN and stuff, he had talked about next year or, or, no, five years John Lester comes up. And I'm like, why why would you even think that? Why, why do you even think John Lester's a Hall of Famer? Two like, <laughs> uh, World Series,
1: I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well. So can I, just a follow-up to that, um, because when you had talked about this and you had brought up um, that a writer by the name of Ian Harrison had voted for John Jonathan Papelbon, Um, I was going to try and uh, direct message him through Twitter, and I I, I bunged it. And, you know, um, being not technologically savvy, um, I tried to do it for about two or three minutes, and I quit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gave it the old college try.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not even sure it was a college. It might have been an elementary school try.
0: Uh, (laughs) Hey, did you do I, I tried. It didn't work. Oh, yeah. Did you try so anything I, I, else? I might,
1: I might get back to that again. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Ian Harrison um, is, has a little bit more important things to do. But I thought it would be, first of all, cool to just to try and direct message him. And second of all, if he even responded, which I thought would even be better. But maybe maybe I'll try again. Have I ever had the gumption or have enough beers to try it again?
0: <laughs> so the other thing Bill put out there is he, he made a note about Manfred's ineffective reign as Major League Commissioner. Um, has there ever been a commissioner where people liked, would you broth be that?
1: No, I don't, I don't. Well, here's the, here's the one I I, I probably gave too much credit to Bud Selig as commissioner because of the fact that, you know, he was a former owner. Um, and secretly, I guess his family was still owning uh, yes. the, the Brewers up to a certain point
0: His daughter did. because
1: yeah. of the fact that he may have been lucky enough to been in the era of, um, number one, um, no labor unrest for, for his, his tenure as commissioner. And then number two, I, I thought one of the great things that he had done, he expanded the game and they brought in baseball advanced media or, yeah. or, or BAM, which I thought was, was excellent, bringing it out to people now. Black mark in my, my, my estimation is how they dealt with steroids. How he dealt with it.
0: So Seelig took
1: not to do anything.
0: Cielic took over after the agreement was made in ninety five?
1: I believe so, yes.
0: Who did he take over from? Or they didn't uh, have a commission.
1: boy. That, that, that's a great question. I'm not sure if it was the oh, person that died in office. After Faye um, Vincent. Say, say
0: again? Faye Vincent.
1: No, it wasn't Faye Vincent. He may have taken over from Faye Vincent, but Faye Vincent took over for somebody that uh Barchi Bart Amati.
0: Bart Giamatti, yeah. That's the
1: person I'm thinking of. Yeah.
0: So between
1: By the by the way, isn't his isn't, isn't his son one of the best actors out
0: there? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh bet- it looks like between ninety two and when Seele took over, that there was no commissioner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was. I think he was a de facto, right? He just kind of stepped up
0: until they found. It, you know one. what?
1: It's it's kind of like it's kind of like you in the Bush League, right? We don't really have a a commissioner, and you're just kind of stepping up in that position because nobody wants it.
0: Yeah, I guess they couldn't find anybody that would just listen to what the owners wanted.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, they found one now. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. I know you like Bud. C- well, I don't want to say you like Bud Sip. C- you you recognize the positives that he's done, and and I get that. I, um, I'm not really a fan of him because I'm a traditionalist, and I didn't like the. Yeah, the division of the. I, I like the separation of the American National Leagues, but. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and you understand what's going to happen. This 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 was coming off of 94, 95 when they did all that.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. There, if we learned anything from history which we normally do not they're going to have to do they baseball are going to have to do some gimmicky things to bring contrived interest back to the game
0: well yeah especially when they talk about that 14 team playoff oh. oh It's ridiculous man yeah it is yeah we talked about that last yeah last last podcast would it be seven per per league it's craziness um but anyway, yeah. Um, and now, and, so w- one of Rick's funny things was uh, Rick, remember when he said every time, when they had the State of the Union, he said every time Congress claps, he's taking a drink. And he said, yeah. I should be throwing up in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that oh, was good. my
0: gosh, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, that, that was good. Did, I, I I didn't ask him how many he got through. I don't even know if he even watched it, but yeah. Uh, and then there was, you know, the the after the whole uh, that text, everybody started jumping on the the monkey award, and um, you know Bob Freeze warned that six one is a killer. There's a div- definitely <laughs> difference between five and six.
1: <laughs> He's probably right on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and said Stan chimed in a couple times uh, in the past month. Talked about Dave Parker coming back because he read it in the National Enquirer. Um, <laughs> Stan, and then he How asked, was
1: "He even on the thread?" He, asked, he
0: even asked that. He goes, "Why am I still on here? <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, Bob Kirk asking about if the if are we delaying the draft because the season's pushed back? So that got <laughs> that got settled in pretty quick uh, this Saturday. So. Yeah, which I'm glad that that, that, that wasn't a thing because that would have been a problem. It's not really a problem for me or you, but I, I'm, you know, I imagine it's a problem for some people.
1: Right, yeah. right. Well, it would have been a problem for you and I because we're the ones that kind of have to uh, control that. So, yeah, it would be.
0: Yeah, we would be uh, calling hotels and saying, hey, can you give us a date? And we were like, yeah, no, but we'd like to reserve a date. Which date would you like to reserve? I don't know yet. i'll let you know two days beforehand pencil in every saturday from now until july (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay yeah so that was good and uh um yeah it's, it's always it's always nice to to get feedback on our on our uh on our podcast uh baseball news not really much going on but uh, you wanted to talk about Manfred and his statement that the stock market's a better investment than Major League Baseball.
1: Uh, d- you, you know what? So he's been around. Rob Manfred has been around the game for, what, 20, 30 years. He was part of the owner's negotiation, negotiation team and worked very closely with Bud Selig. So, so maybe Bud Selig's um, um, legacy isn't all that great. But every time this guy gets in front of the camera, he just he just missteps and just misspeaks all over the place and uh, I you know going back to and i'm sure there's more than this calling the trophy um a piece of metal um think think about this he's taken a harder line with the players than when the players cheated and could have ruined the game and you know he's intense on ruining the game himself and and i know that he works for the owner but did you see him on Monday at 5 o'clock when he was talking to the media kind of yucking it up and that gap tooth smile that he had I just wanted to punch him in the face
0: so uh, yeah I agree with you and if he's been around baseball 20-30 years sometimes he acts like he's been around baseball 20-30 minutes Um, (laughs) yeah you're right and and it's hard to believe that this is the guy that's that's the uh, face of a multi-billion-dollar organization.
1: So, so one of the one of the things that he had said during this uh, during this lockout was that he had he had mentioned that the stock market was a better investment than buying a major league team. Yeah. And you know he says this stuff in an era where people can people can fact check this stuff. Yeah. Really quickly. he he just looks like a horse's ass. So, for instance, here's a quick fact check. David Glass, who bought the Kansas City Royals back in the mid 90s, he brought the Kansas City Royals, not a hotbed, you know, not a large market team by any means. He bought the Kansas City Royals for ninety six million dollars. All right. Twenty years later, he sold the Royals for a billion dollars. And you're telling me yeah. that, that's a, that the stock market is a better investment than a major league team. Pretty, it's just, none of the stuff he says holds any water.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good ROI there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we all like that? <laughs> uh,
0: there would be no one working. Everyone would retire in 20 years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's... Boy, when you read that, that is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is... Like, even if it was true that the stock market's a better... Why the hell would you say that publicly? Why (laughs) Why the hell would you even say it? Don't don't invest in our business.
1: (laughs) You you know what? I I have this vision that he says in his mind. Okay, think this, but don't say it. Don't say it. I mean, he says all the stuff you should be thinking out loud.
0: Yeah. You shouldn't be thinking that internally. (laughs) Yeah. You... Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah, and I'm getting tired of him. And a lot of it, especially for the general public, who doesn't read every article that comes out or doesn't watch every news conference of of baseball. Uh, Just the aesthetics of this guy, it doesn't give you a warm fuzzy that he's your leader. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going into war and I got this guy, I'm like, I don't think so. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And I mean, we, we've all worked for people like that, that, you know, we've all seen high level leadership in our organizations that have been like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So um,
1: I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I don't have any proof of this. If there's a core of owners that are, that are the ones that are really militant.
0: Absolutely.
1: I, I, I'd, I'd like to think that it's, quote, these small owner teams that, you know, want to spend only you know, $50 million a year in player salary, but still make huge profits because they know that they can. I mean, there's no reason for them not to to spend money. I mean, like, you know, the pirates owner, why is he going to spend, why is he going to spend money? Still makes it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I, I'm, I'm on board with you. Yeah. There's,
1: and, and, and somewhere, if, if I can find the article, and I don't know if anybody really cares to read it, but I want to say that at least 28 out of the 30 primary owners were already billionaires. And the other two that weren't were like $800 million net worth or some some damn thing. So, yeah.
0: Well, they're billionaires because they don't give away money either, if they don't have yeah, to.
1: They're, they're, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and that's part of the issue here, right? Isn't baseball, though, a bit of a public trust? I mean, because you, you, you do need the fans, and the team's kind of, they owe that to the general public. This isn't like a normal a normal business.
0: No, I, I, I completely agree with you. I think the argument from the commissioner to the owner should be, hey, you need to share the wealth. That's not the argument, share the wealth, because that, that's not going to fly with them. There, there are, the commissioner argument should be, you have fans coming to your drudge of a freaking team. You know, four to five days a week they're watching on TV, they're listening to radio, and it's crap. And you need to you need to improve your product, and we're going to move on. And I, but because he has no power, Manfred has no power. He has Correct. no he right. has no power.
1: Right. Yeah. the The owners seem intent on ruining this game, and we didn't even talk about you know on the field changes, like trying to speed up the, the you know a, a baseball game so that it becomes it, – it's almost unwatchable on TV for, you know, three, three-and-a-half hours. That's, that's that's hard to slog through every night,
0: isn't it? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I If if the game is good, I'll watch it. it. The length of time really doesn't matter to me. I, I don't get okay. bogged into that. I, I get bogged into it when it drags on and the teams think. That I <laughs> – like, I'm not watching this garbage. But, um – yeah, I, I don't I don't. And and you and I, I we we've talked about it before. I think the game is long not because of, I, I just, I think the pitching's bad, and it's just the way the game is now. It's strikeouts and extra base hits and it, yeah, it it that that's boring to me, and that's what I think I, drags on.
1: I, I I would certainly agree with that. You know, with the three true outcomes. You know, one of the one of the proposals that's been floated on, on on the baseball side of things is to to ban the shift. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that. I I understand that you know you want to put the ball in play, but this is how the game has has evolved or devolved, however you look at it.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't I don't think they should put um, those type of rules in because. People don't put the ball in play. They don't. They, they're not good hitters. They hit the ball hard. There's a difference, right? Yeah. There's a difference between I can hit the ball really hard and I'm a good hitter. Yeah. And we, we that that's what most of our game is now. And I, sometimes Harper gets into those things where he he can hit the ball really hard, but I don't know necessarily if he's a good hitter on a consistent basis.
1: Well, you know, most of the people in the bush league grew up in the area. Uh, in, in the era of advancing the runner, um, you know, going first to third on a single—that um, that type of baseball—and and, and honestly, I, I I miss that. But I understand from a player's perspective, there's no money in that. Yeah, no. right. All, all the metrics really favor, you know, things like WAR and OPS, and I don't know if sacrifice bunting is incorporated in the WAR calculation.
0: Uh, it's probably not, or yeah, or taking pitches to get deep into account. So you're not hitting, you know what I mean. You you, you got to swing yeah. at a pitch that's marginal at times, and yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's there's, uh, it, it's effective to take pitches and get deep into counts. Oh, it is. Yeah,
1: you had brought up the point, and I thought this was a really astute observation. Is that if you looked at the last, I don't know, three, four, five. Years worth of World Series winners, that they were really good at getting deep into the count and making pitchers throw pitches.
0: Yeah, and stealing bases. Yeah, yeah. Like there were there was what eight stolen bases in this World Series.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. I got my taco though. Six games, I free taco from Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah.
0: six games, eight stolen bases. You you can go a month without having eight stolen bases. Yeah. But all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we, we need steel base. Why do you need steel base? We need to get the guy in scoring position. No, but that doesn't factor in in June? <laughs> like it only factors in <laughs> like you don't need to win the game in June? That's why half of you Yeah, anyway. Um all right, Derek Jeter resigns as Marlin's CEO. What are your thoughts about uh, Jeter stepping down?
1: Um, number one, highly curious. But it, it seems like Derek Jeter always has a penchant for doing the right thing. And I, I guess I'm kind of surprised. There's rumors out there that uh, the rest of the ownership group in Miami um, told him that they were going to spend X amount of money. And when push came to shove, they, they backed off of that number. They weren't going to spend because Miami um, has the building blocks, at least from a pitching standpoint, of, of a pretty good team. And you remember – when Jeter got there, one of the first things that he and his group did was kind of tear down that All-Star outfield—you uh, know, Azuna, Stanton, and Yelich. Yeah. And that was the, the idea that they were going to build—they um, were going to build a winner. And my sense is that he's—he's he's just frustrated over that. He's frustrated over ownership position, and says, "Hey, I'm out." That's my guess.
0: Uh, yeah, I—I'm—I'm I'm along the same lines. With you, I and I think this happens with um, superstar players that get into that get into like ownership and executive roles. It's very difficult for them not to have control. And, and I think probably the last fifteen years of Jeter's career, he had control of that team. Um, yeah. and the Yankees, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't it, no one batted an eye moving A Rod to third base. When Jeter is sitting at shortstop, even though A-Rod's nope. probably a better shortstop defensively, no, no one batted an eye at that, and there's no way nope. in hell he was gonna he was gonna move because he has total control. and I and I think they they struggle with that. Yeah, I, I think they struggle with it. The only uh, you know Ted Williams, remember he was a manager that was a disaster. Yeah, Michael Jordan's executive, it's just they, they yeah that that hasn't gone well. The only one that actually I thought did a good job, I would never know, but was Pete Rose. Pete Rose's teams uh, were getting better the last two years he was the manager. They had winning records, and I think he would have, I think he would have been successful in that role as a manager. But what I mean, we'll never know because of his yeah. his antics outside. Yeah, and and it must be. I feel bad for the Marlins because I, I think they lose a baseball guy probably.
1: Yeah, and let's think about this. I mean, he was one of the first people, I don't know how much of a hand, but I'm sure he had a, a pretty good say in, in hiring the first female um, GM in Kim Eng.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's a guy too that could talk to younger players and kind of get a feel of, all right, got to get off this guy or no, we need to invest in him, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he was an 18-year-old that when he came up. So he understands that. He I mean, I'm, you don't have a mentality as an 18-year-old that's um kind of inconsistent like that wasn't his mentality. So um yeah, it's a shame that it happened and he, that's probably it for him. Like he's probably never going back.
1: No, probably not. I mean, it it's a loss for for the Marlins. I mean, they're never in, in my estimation. They're no matter what they do, they're not going to draw in, in Florida. Baseball should not even, Major League Baseball shouldn't probably be in the state of Florida.
0: No. uh, uh-uh. No, they probably shouldn't. Um, and then uh, on another note, uh, Ryan Zimmerman, the last Expo, retires.
1: Yeah, happy trails to Ryan Zimmerman. It, if you think of kind of the face of, of the Nationals, um, the person that I think of is Ryan Zimmerman. And, you know, Unfortunately for him toward the end of his career he was hampered by injuries but fortunately for him having slogged through all those years um, as the Expos transitioned to the Nationals and all those years they played at RFK and you know he was a true gamer I'm glad he got a World Series ring
0: yeah he was a he was a really good player he was a highly touted prospect um, coming out of I think he went to the University of Virginia um, yeah yeah and he he and he had that one resurgence year in 17 where he had 36 homers, 108 ribs, and a 930 OPS, and he hit he hit three hundred three batting average. Um, yeah, it was probably might have been his, like, best year at, at 32. And he, he got to the point where he couldn't throw the baseball on a consistent basis across the diamond. He had to switch positions. And, um, and I thought Washington did a good job with him as far as, like, hey, you know, they, they could have moved off of him you know, and after the 18th season, but it was good that he, that they stuck, stuck with him and let him play one more year last year. And just you know, kind of moved off and I, he should be in their ring of fame or what, I don't know what the nationals have. He should be recognized.
1: Uh, I I think that's well said by, by you and and by the nationals for, for keeping him around. More organizations should, should, should be able to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was good. Yeah, and you're right. He, he he had a bunch of playoff appearances where they can never win a, a playoff series, but then he he got that World Series. So um Yeah, it was it was good. I I was I was glad to see him go out as a national and again the last expo yep. in, in baseball. All right. Uh we got a Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer the Schaefer the one beer to have. If you're having more than one, I had a Bellhaven Scottish Ale. You ever had this? I have. Oh, you have. Okay. Um, I had it at that place, Quips, uh, within the last month. It's an ABV of 5.2%. Beer Advocate has it at an 86. i give it a 3.5. Um, the Scottish ales, I like. Uh, I like the taste of them, but um, they just have an aftertaste that I'm, I, I don't know if I can drink more than one.
1: No, I, I, you know what? I, I think... That description is actually pretty good because you're right; they do have a different aftertaste. Yeah, and I, I think your rating as well as beer advocates is is right on spot. It, it's it's good to have one of those, but I, I don't know if you want to have two or three. And as Bob Free said, you definitely don't want to have the six.
0: No, the six is bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the this is the second Scottish ale I've had. The other the other Scottish ale I've had at this same bar uh it was called skull splitter um and it's a it's amber it's an amber in color yeah yeah but they're good they're light they're low abvs uh well relatively low <laughs> compared to what yeah. some of them are um yeah and I, I i i do enjoy it i usually when i go there i have one of those type of scottish ales and yeah so it's kind of so cool.
1: so let me ask you when we were at iron hill um what did you have and what did you enjoy
0: well, I had the Hipster, but I had something else, too, and I can't remember what it was. I, I think I I think I think asked, like, Rick or Bob Kirk because it looked good, and, you know, it aesthetically looked good, and I can't remember. Okay. I might have just said, I'll have whatever he's having. Uh, All right. But usually, Got it. Oh, I had the Philly, the Philly IPA.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah that's one of their flagships,
0: yeah. Yeah, and, and that's okay. I like the Hipster better, but, I mean, they're pretty yeah. similar. You know what I mean? It's not that big big of a difference but i like iron hill I, th- I think they have good beers
1: i do too i think they do a nice job yeah it was funny did you hear did you hear tom he's like uh he was uh seated with his back to the bar he goes do they brew their own beer here and you know and he turned around and looked at all the brew kettles back there and like eh, he goes yeah i guess they do <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and then today in baseball history, not much going on. 1955, Ford Frick, he was the commissioner of baseball, argues that the splitter should be a legal pitch. Hmm? Uh, the spitter. Not the, did I say splitter? The spitter. The spitball. No, you said
1: spitter. Okay. You said spitter.
0: Yeah. Should be a legal pitch. Uh, obviously, it's not. Um, 1961, the Houston franchise has a naming contest and announces that the team will be called the Houston Colt 45s. Um, nice. Nice. In 1965, they changed the name to the Astros probably because of the space program, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then in 1999, this day in ninety-nine, the Orioles agreed to play the Cuban national team over in Cuba, uh, you know, the following year. The first time in 40 years a U.S. team played in Cuba. And the Orioles won the first game 3-2, and Cuba won the second game 12-6. Wow.
1: um, That was probably pretty controversial back then, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think – I mean, I have to look it up. Maybe someone can correct me. But I think Castro actually came to an Orioles game. He was a guest there. And okay. He must have been visiting, you know, whatever. And, and then he came to a game. And I'm thinking that's why that, those negotiations kicked off.
1: So, so let's fast forward 23 years, okay? Um, the Orioles now are the, the, the dreg of Major mm. League Baseball. And yeah. my, my proposal would be to have them relegated and let's let's bring in team from national team from Cuba and let them play.
0: <laughs> or send the Orioles to Cuba.
1: <laughs> Royals, yeah.
0: Right? Uh, pirates, yeah. Yeah. And you know it's and now it's loosening up a little bit with the Cuban players seem to be getting out. But you remember when we were kids? Like, yeah. that was like a thing. You know? And I don't know if you remember, but the Cubans the Cuban national team used to go to uh, Memphis to play the USA national team. It was in Millington actually. It was you know suburb of Memphis. And every once in a while, man, they they'd arrive with twenty four players and depart with twenty three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it wasn't like in high school where somebody just got lost or had a drunken binge either.
0: <laughs> nope. No. Yeah, anybody seen Jose? Ew. I don't know where he's at, man. Like, yeah, so it used to be a thing when they would defect. It was kind of cool, but now it's, you know, now it's loosening up, and I, I really don't understand what the issue is anymore. Like, I, I just don't get it. But uh, uh,
1: I, I guess in, the, in in terms of world situations, it's probably taken a backseat. I, I, I thought that baseball was actually doing some good things and trying to get uh, – uh, Cuba back into in, into the sphere of, of the U.S. back in 2015, but I have no idea where that stands now. Maybe yeah. Bill can inform us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, and it's funny is that you know when we were kids, the Cuban players were like these guys that we like mythical players. Yes, right. That's a great word. Yeah. Yep. And then we fast forward to today, it's like, eh, they're not really that great. So it's the Venezuelans that are taking over. Mm, they have the, there you go. They have the better players. Uh, okay. Well, what are you walking off with?
1: So it's going to be a little bit of a, uh, a long walk off with you with you and I. But first, and I forgot to wish him happy birthday, a belated happy birthday um, when we saw him in person, to, to Bob Freeze, who continues to be the Methuselah of the Bush League. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. And, yeah, he'll never lose that title, and I'm sure that's going to earn me some golden monkey points. I wish I wouldn't have said that. Maybe you can edit that out. Um, and, and the other thing is is that uh, I, I guess I need to start getting – because of all the baseball strife that we've had, um, I, I just haven't started looking at at retention yet. I haven't looked at the player pool yet. And I, I think what this is all going to do is manifest itself into just draft day – Draft day craziness. I, you know, I, I think everybody's probably in that same boat, right? You're in there. You haven't started looking, have you? No. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just going to be, just going to be nutty when we get there, because I'm sure we're going to argue about some of the rules, the players. We don't know where they are. It, it, it the fact that there's going to be so many unsigned players at that time, everybody's going to be taking a risk. Which there's going to be a fair degree of luck. We know there's not going to be any games at the earliest until uh, early April. Um, we don't even know how long this season is, is going to be. So um, I guess I would ask everybody to to text me back and tell me the date that you think baseball will be back. Um, are you prepared to do that here on the air? Or do you want some time to think about it? Oh,
0: uh, The date will be back?
1: Yeah, uh, baseball will be back. You don't, you don't have to no, tell me I, if you don't think about.
0: I got a date in my head.
1: Okay, you want to share it?
0: Well, I, I'm going to say one May. So I'm going to say the week of one May.
1: Okay, all right. Because since I've asked you, I mean, I will say like April 22nd. That weekend um, is when they'll be coming back.
0: You mean, I mean actual my, play or getting back? They'll sign the agreement
1: and no, they'll, no, they'll be they'll be playing.
0: Okay, all right.
1: But by, by that time, and, and, and let's let's face it, the owners are going to win this this argument. Um, not much progress is going to be made by the players. There'll be acrimony. Fans will hate it. Uh, there'll be, the, the attendance will be down. and, and Baseball will, d- will put some kind of caveat in there, some, some sort of uh, rule changes, something, some gimmicks to try and bring fans back. We'll, we'll see. Um, here's what was interesting. Did I tell you this on Saturday, Raj? I got an email from MLB TV. Yeah. Um, basically saying that, hey, we're not going to charge you um, until the season starts. Okay. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, man, that, that wow, that's really nice of you. Imagine that. You're going to yeah. be uh, actually treating me like a human being. You're not going to charge me for games I'm not even going to see. I appreciate that. So I, I, I emailed them back and basically said that, um, please, take me off. I'm not auto-renewing this. And until the owners can get, uh, you know – until they can not lock out the players, I'm not really interested in this. And they came back to me and said, please do not subscribe to or do not respond to this uh, website. Basically, it was a no reply.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
1: So, yeah, I, 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 I thought I felt better about it, and then it just made me feel worse.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's hard for one person to stick it to the man when the man's that, that giant.
1: Hey, listen, we just got some breaking news. I got a list of uh, rooming lists for Country Inn and Suites. Yeah. And Rick is on there. Josh is on there. I'm on there. Bill's on there. Bob is on there with two people, which I'm assuming is Sam and Bob Freeze. I do not see your name on there.
0: Hmm. Well, they charged me. So I don't deal with that today.
1: All right, what are you walking off
0: with? Yeah, the, uh, what, I brought it up last um, last month. I actually got two of them uh, last month. Uh, where I thought, like, I'm always hoping the CPAs not signed before the draft, and I kind of got my wish. Probably got my wish. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it it will be draft day craziness. I I think that's so cool. <laughs> You know, what I mean, I, I, it only had. This is the first time that it's something like this is going to happen in almost forty years. So I think it's cool. I, I, I think it, 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 um, yeah, I think it's going to change the dynamics a little bit of the uh, of the draft. I, I think it'll be fun. I, I mean, I think it's fun every year. I don't. Well, I just meant that it'll maybe have some extra fun into it. Um, and it's good we we ironed out those rules prior to. Yeah, prior to the draft, because it well, wouldn't have been we fun. we
1: we did, but there's 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 still plenty of opportunity for golden monkey moments.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah, that I'm not worried about. Um, but it, <laughs> at least we can say, hey, we talked about this. This is the rule. Uh, you know, you might not like it, but this is the rule that we're going off of. Um, the other thing I'm walking off is is this. Do you know what a uh, like that lazy Susan? The that I do the way to store something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I'm going to change the name of that. I think that thing should be called the inefficient Susan. Because that is a freaking train wreck in, in our lazy Susan. Tupperware goes in there, shit falls, you can't open the door half the time. It's a freaking nightmare. Like, I don't even know what you store in that damn thing. What? I hate it. I hate that. I love thing. it. What, what, why do you hate it? Because people don't put shit in there correctly. And then it falls it lodges. And you, and you can't open or close the damn thing. I, I hate the thing. I think it's the most ineffective way of storing something. <laughs>
1: well, it, it allows you, you know, obviously I'm not an engineer, but doesn't it doesn't allow you space and get to areas, particularly if you have, um, you know, alligator arms like me, that I wouldn't be able to get to otherwise.
0: Yeah, well, I hate it. I I, I hate the damn thing. All right. Yeah, i, I, well, I uh, if uh, yeah, if we ever buy another house or move, I'm, I'm not getting it if it has got one of those things in it.
1: <laughs> well, from what I hear, the rumor on the street is is that you might be. So
0: yeah, yeah. Is that the rumor? You that's must, the rumor. On that that was that was that people. was
1: fancied around um uh, um yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah so. You know what? And some of that's it, I I think it's Christian eyes like uh internal clock. We get antsy after a while.
1: Hey, oh, you know what? If I can just uh, switch gears a little bit here. One of the things that was brought up at, at, at uh, the winter meetings, you know, Bob for forever, Bob Kirk forever, has been talking about having the draft in Florida. Yeah. And yeah, no. everybody's like, no, no, no. I, you know, I'm not a big – Tom and I aren't big Florida people. I don't really – it's just uh, – anyway, Rick brings up the fact that he, you know, has the opportunity – for a three-year gig in Honolulu, yeah, and boy, the everybody was like, "Yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go." And Bob was sitting there like, "Wait a second, I asked everybody to go to Florida, nobody wanted to go. Now everybody wants to fly ten hours to Honolulu." I'm like,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny that when we we had talked about it, and I I don't know if it was you or me when I was like, "Yeah, you know, we could stay probably like ten days," and Rick was like, "Wait a minute, no, we're not. T- <laughs> like two weeks ish." leave it open-ended and he's like yeah no we're not doing that
1: He'd come well, for the weekend it, 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 <laughs> if you remember then I was jumping on board I'm like oh yeah then we can go to Maui Brew Works yeah right. uh, Maui yeah Maui Brewing we can go to Kona Brewing we can go to Honolulu Beer Works and Hanakoa Brewing and yeah, I know all of them there
0: <laughs> yeah. well I'm certainly not flying 11 hours for a two-day trip
1: no. <laughs> definitely not
0: yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll, that's what I was telling. Him. I'll bring my computer. I can work from home. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Yep, nope, <laughs> this thing's gonna be canceled pretty quickly." <laughs> oh, brother! All right. So, so, so what is
1: our next? When's the next podcast?
0: Twenty first.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. So that will be the day. What that'll be two days after. So we're doing Mondays now, right?
0: Yeah. We're Monday do mornings Mondays. when the podcast
1: yeah. will drop. Yep.
0: We'll do Monday mornings, okay. um, and it'll give us some time to. Uh, look at the end of the week when we finally get into the season and then um, it'll give us some time to review the retention for n- next podcast Yes, and then give us some time to recoup and review the draft on because that'll be the, the 28th yeah 26th. 29th yep. yeah yep um, So yeah it'll it'll give us time to prepare a little better
1: if we're not prepared already on these uh, podcasts. Well, you know what's
0: funny, man? When we don't have them weekly, I, I forget. And I normally when we had them weekly, I, I was in a rhythm of Wednesday, Thursday. I do all my podcast stuff while I'm on break um, from work. So yeah, when, when we don't have them every week, I'm I like, oh, I got time. I got time. Next thing you know, I'm like, shit, I gotta get that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I I absolutely agree
1: with you. Yep. Procrastination is the name of the
0: game. That's why we ha- I need deadlines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So wait, we're gonna walk off with uh, with a song that we're dedicating to the uh, Players Association and the owners.
1: All right. See you, Chief.
0: All right.